Welcome back to the St Edward's School podcast, the place where we talk to staff, parents and pupils to find out more about life at the school. In this episode, we speak to Nicola Dobson, Head of Music and Drama at the Prep School. We discuss a number of things, but in particular, how music and drama can make young people feel at school, how it helps with all parts of their lives and how this is something they'll no doubt remember for the rest of their lives. And we find out what some of Nicola's favourite musicals are in life. Surprisingly, she doesn't mention The Greatest Showman, but I'm sure that's not because she's not a fan. Because how can you not be a fan of that? So come with me as we step into St Edward's School. Nicola, thank you for joining us on the St Edward's School podcast. How are you doing today? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, feeling much better today than yesterday, where I had my, um, my COVID vaccine yesterday, which left me feeling a little jaded but I've been much better today and have been in rehearsal with my year sixes for our production so we've been having lots of fun this morning. Production with year six what are, what are you doing at the moment are you allowed to say or is that like breaking some kind of rule? No no it's all out all out in the open now I wouldn't, right. wouldn't have been able to tell you a few weeks ago but no we're doing Peter Pan uh, we always have a year six production at the end of the year and it's a it's a big you know it's something that the children look forward to all the way through the school journey um, up until the point they leave the prep school it's like a real rite of, pa- uh, rite of passage for them. And um, last year it couldn't go ahead because of COVID, so we, we were very keen to, um, to to make sure one happened this year. Um, and we may have to stream it instead of um, having a live audience, but either way we felt it was a really important experience for the children to have. So, so we're going ahead and first rehearsals are in full swing and it's been great fun so far. Good, good. I'm really glad to hear it and uh, I'm sure it's going to be a great production. Now, in this episode, we're going to be hearing all about music and drama within the prep curriculum. But before we do that, just for the sake of people listening, can you just tell us a little bit about how long you've been at the school for and what it is that you actually do there? I tend to count um, my time here at St Edward's through productions (laughs) because each year is punctuated with a production. I believe I'm on number nine now, so so nearly nearly 10 years, but not quite. Um, And I'm head of music and drama, which means I deliver all of the music and drama in the curriculum. So the children have um, a lesson of music every week and a lesson of drama every week with me. That's for the children from years three to six. In the pre-prep, they still have music every week, but they have that with um, Nikki Pope, who's the director of music from the senior school. So I deliver one lesson of music and drama to prep school so years three to six every week um, and in that we make sure that we cover you know all bases so in music we're, we're looking at theory we're looking at listening general music appreciation um, we also do practical whole class lessons so uh, we bring in specialists to deliver whole class violin whole class clarinet uh, this year we've had whole class African drumming because obviously clarinets weren't possible again because of covid restrictions um, so we're always looking for sort of creative ways to bring the curriculum to life, especially this year. You know, it's been more of a more of a challenge than in other years, but I think we've we've managed really well. Um, in drama, we we use uh, we you know we're, we're focusing on developing our performing skills, um, public speaking, expression, uh, sort of creative, imaginative experiences for the children. But we also use drama to explore. The further curriculum a bit so sometimes we'll look at um uh, like history so we do ancient egypt with uh the year fours uh this year in lockdown i took all my year four, fives on a tudor voyage uh, and we awesome. went we went off exploring new lands and we'd, we it was all online so we'd we'd come dressed up in costume and put on backgrounds of stormy seas and, and get on our ship and and go traveling yeah 
so I do all of that, but I have also a lot of extracurricular responsibility at school. So um, I run all the choirs in the prep department. Uh, we have two um, long-standing running choirs. Uh, we have the prep choir, which is any child from year three to six. And then I also have a boys choir, which is pupils from uh, boys in year five and six. Uh, we feel that they just uh, have a bit more ownership over it if they have their own choir and I can choose material that's a bit better suited to to the boys. Mm. And so in our prep choir, we have a, normally have about 90 children and in the boys choir, about 30, which is almost all of the boys in year five and six, to be honest. So it's okay. re really, right. really popular. I do drama clubs, do school productions, take children on um, the choir, often get invited to perform at different events. We do in-school concerts. Yes, we're very busy, but in a, in a lovely way. <laughs> I'm guessing that choir hasn't been happening because of COVID, but what are you looking forward to singing again in the choir in the future? So we're really excited to get choir back up and running, um, hopefully in September. Um, one of our favourite events of the calendar is always um, a trip that I take my year fives and six, five and six choir members to. Um, at the Royal Albert Hall, where we sing, oh, we sing the Messiah, which for you know children that are ten and eleven years old is really an incredible experience. I mean, I, I feel like I'm ticking one off the bucket list every every time I go. It's just such a wonderful experience. It's um it's a, an event for for many choirs, so so we're not the only ones by any stretch of the imagination. There's normally a choir of about fifteen hundred, which for obvious reasons Gosh. didn't happen this year. But we're very mm. very excited to go back to that. But also our own in school. Of events our carol service um is always a very beautiful um experience and uh, the carols by candlelight that we join the senior school with as well mm -hmm. um, and just singing each week we've really missed coming together and singing we've done small singing in the classroom with small groups but to be able to come together and share that experience we just can't wait now you mentioned that the children have a music and drama lesson each week a lot of schools don't tend to do that sort of thing why is that important at st edward's well, it's, it's so important. I, I would say it was it should be important in every school and um, it's a real shame that it isn't. And we are really able to enjoy uh, the luxury of that. And it has made such a difference to our children. And it's, it's important because every child has different uh, strengths and different talents. And uh, many children will have strengths and talents in the area of music and drama. And not to be able to find those talents at a young age can, you know, hold, hold back progress if they don't, if they're not starting really young but also it's not not even just about the progress but just about sort of engaging them and hooking them in i used mm -hmm. to work in a in a secondary school and key stage three so year seven was often quite a difficult age group to teach drama particularly because 90 percent if not more of the children that, that were coming into year seven had never had drama before and so they were finding themselves in their first ever drama lesson at an age where they would find it awkward and embarrassing whereas the children here it's second nature to them they've been doing it since they were you know since they were in reception you know the skills the transferable skills that they'll develop uh, that they can take into their careers when they're older you know being able to speak out loud in a meeting without feeling uh, you know that that panic of oh I've got to say something now, or it, even if it's a if it's a more sort of direct um, experience that they'll that they'll use in their in their career. There's so many transferable skills. Organisation, um, applying yourself. You know, if you want to learn a musical instrument, you've got to be yeah. able to apply yourself to do the to do the practice to make the progress that that you deserve to make. And and all of those things are so important. And I think you know hooking into that when you're young, giving children a creative outlet uh, in which they can express themselves uh, is 
it's just vital and um mm. you know i think that it's a, it's a real shame that, that that it doesn't happen across the board tell me why creative subjects like that can be useful for things like the academic side of school life as well um, well, it's about application. So I suppose if you're learning a musical instrument from a young age, you're going to be taking exams and grades. So you're learning about that environment uh, from a very young age. And it, and it is quite intimidating, quite pressured when you go into your first, I don't know, grade one violin exam. Mm. Yeah. And you're standing yeah. in a room and you've got to perform at your best. It's not dissimilar to, you know, turning up for your GCSE maths mm. and having to do do your best in that moment. So you have that experience of exam from a young age. But again, that sort of uh, small but regular practice, as you should be with with your academic subjects too. So revision skills are really, um, we find, are stronger in children that have been learning musical instruments. And also, you know, just certain parts of the brain that uh, are shared, you know, and, mm. um, and really, you know, learning a musical instrument, having an access to your create, the creative signs of your mind helps you with critical thinking, thinking outside of the box, you're looking for new solutions to problems which is important in every subject and how do you approach the teaching of things like music and drama with children at different ages because clearly as children go through the school from the bottom end to the top end then they are very different people how do you approach that from a teaching point of view well in the same way that you'd approach any subject really uh with any with any child as well it's not even necessarily a, a age and stage situation it's just that every child and particularly in music will be at different levels um, of, of their practical um, understanding and their practical ability, but also their theoretical understanding. So I do theory with, with all age groups, and I will have some children who you know, could sit down and do a grade two theory exam today, and I have other children who are really struggling to recognize a crotchet, you know, who, who right, are, yeah. are struggling to, to sort of um, notice the basics. So, so it's just being able to work with all of them, differentiating the lessons so that you've got, you know, work for, for every child at whatever stage they're at. And mm. practically as well, and I think the really important thing uh, is, is practically what we want is we want every child to leave the prep school having had experience of playing a musical instrument. And that's mm. why we do the whole class um, lessons. And of course, if you're doing whole class recorder with uh, year ones, you would expect a different outcome than if you're doing whole class violin with year fours. Mm. The, you know, the progress that they're going to make might be different, but you're building on, on that progress each year. So the reason why the year fours will cope so well with their, their whole class violin lessons is because they had whole class recorder when they okay. were in year one. Yeah. So, that, so we're Makes building sense. on those skills and building on mm. our note reading ability and mm. just our confidence to pick up an instrument and make a sound with it and to know that it doesn't have to be perfect every time. And But just to, you know, that, that making a sound and then hopefully eventually making a sound that blends with each other's sound is mm. making music and that can happen at, at any level. Mm. So tell me about some of your favourite musical moments and drama moments that have happened in the past at St Edward's. I, you know, I, I very much adore the classroom teaching. Um, that is always great fun. And I'm, and I'm really fortunate to be teaching such a fun, two fun subjects. And the children really look forward to coming and really look forward to um, taking part. But one of the things I love most about my jobs is when I get to take the children somewhere else and show... Mm lots and lots and lots of people just how brilliant these kids are mm. and I would say so we do a, um, a concert at the pump room every year and for the, it is a 
whole prep school concert. So we take every child from year three to six to Pitfield Pump Room. And um, in previous years, uh, before we'd started whole class tuition, we would just take the musicians and we'd take choir and the parents of those children would be invited. And then we, mm. we introduced the whole class teaching into school about five years ago. And I thought, well, if every child is now learning a, a musical instrument, then every child should should be able to perform that at this concert. So we mm -hmm. took the entire school from year three to six and we had 46 violins being played with wow. our year, year fours and 46 clarinets in our year fives and uh, glockenspiels and recorders with our year threes. And every child performed in this beautiful venue to, the, to their families. Um, and, you know, we were packed in and uh, there was lots and lots of people there, but it was just such a wonderful experience to see children who don't con wouldn't necessarily consider themselves to be musicians mm -hmm. standing in this really prestigious venue mm -hmm. performing to a, a huge audience of you know three or four hundred people. So that was oh that's always been a treat ever since. I also love when I do my productions with Year Six, and uh, I particularly uh, it's always really special because there are children who you know will always you know, well, they'll probably get a main part They're, you know, they're really good at singing and drama and that, you know, um, but I always manage to find a couple of surprises, which is my favorite thing. So people say, I had no idea that that child could do that. And that's why we have music and drama all the way through the school, because otherwise people still wouldn't know that that child could do that. And that would just be, you know, just such a terrible shame. So those are always my favorite moments as well. These sound like magical moments to teach in a school. When these children are grown up and they've left and they're looking back on their time at the school, how do you think they'll feel about those productions or those musical events that they took part in? Well, I mean, so I can tell you from personal experience because I actually came to school here when I was a child. This was the school okay. I went to. Right. And when I was in roughly year six, I think we did a school production of Joseph and his amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. We all had to audition and I came to audition and I sang and my teachers you know I, I was given a really significant role in, in the school play and that was brilliant but also what was lovely about this whole school approach you know because we're one school all the way through to 18 is the teachers from the senior school came down to see it so mm. they then um spoke to my parents and suggested that singing lessons at the senior school would be a good idea and that's that's my main instrument now is i'm is i'm a singer and mm. that it became my identity it was who i was and I still look back on that as being one of the most pivotal moments of my oh, really? education. Wow. Because if I hadn't had that opportunity and those people around me to discover and uh, and see what what abilities I had, then, you know, mm. I might not ever have found out for myself. Um, and I do, you know, I, I see uh, some past pupils uh, or parents of past pupils and they always, always talk to me about you know how what a wonderful time they had i have uh, one girl who quite often comes in and volunteers you know she's still at college and 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 still studying and she comes in and does a sort of voluntary work experience with me because she wants to be involved in the production still at 18 she still wants to come mm. in and, and be part mm. of that i think it's a huge huge moment for the children and one that they'll they'll t take with them for sure whether their main mm. part or you know uh, a smaller role as well it's such a such a wonderful group experience for the whole of year six to share together that I don't think you can forget it. And to what extent would you say then that your own experience of life at the school as a pupil and going through the, uh, the, the musical ranks, you could say, how has that shaped the way that you teach 
today here we are in 2021 it's it's made a huge um impact on me it was a huge influence i was i was so fortunate to come to this school and and so fortunate to um have the support and nurturing of specialist music teachers to give me the career that that i have that i want to be able to provide that myself for mm-hmm. for well for all the children and it it definitely definitely impacts everything i do every day i want all those children to feel that that they've got an opportunity um, mm-hmm. to study music, study drama, to take it as far as they want, want to and that I want to support them on that journey in, a, mm. in whatever way I can. Nicola, I've asked you various questions about school life and from a teaching point of view, I'd love to ask a couple of questions just about you now. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was the last play you saw on stage? Oh, gosh. Well, we're going back a while, aren't we? Because of, um, again, because of reasons. COVID. I think the yeah. last thing I went to see was Six, the musical, which was amazing. Oh, I don't know that. Um, well, it's quite that it's quite new. Okay. It's very contemporary. It's based on the six wives of Henry VIII. Henry oh, VIII. Okay. Right. And they're all but they're all alive at the same time and they're all in a girl band singing about their experiences of having been married to Henry VIII. And so it's it's set like a concert. So you feel like you're in right. a concert, but in a theatre. Yeah. It's a one-act play. It's only sort of just over an hour long. It's brilliant for children because it's, you know, it's cross-curricular. So you're learning about, uh, you're seeing a brilliant musical, but also learning about all the wives of Henry VIII. But also it's a, it has a really positive message to send, uh, especially to the young girls, because it's, um, to begin with, they're all arguing about, who Henry loved the most and which was the most important wife and which one mm-hmm. made the best impact. And then they, they realised afterwards that it's wrong that they're only remembered in history because they were married to this mm. quite unpleasant man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that actually yeah. they've all got their own talents and they've all got their own gifts and their own offerings to society and that they should be remembered for that reason. And they all sort of come together in a sort of girl power moment. But yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. And we are, it's, I'm taking my children to see it uh, in November. It might be my first trip back to the theatre. And where is that? Where is it's it on at the Everyman uh, in Cheltenham, um, but it is touring. So uh, there are various venues that you can see it, but it is coming to Cheltenham Everyman in November. There's quite a lot okay. of really good musicals coming to the Everyman starting in the summer. Right. It's very exciting. And what's the best musical you've seen on TV, not on stage? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm a big fan of Hairspray, stage okay. or screen. Yeah, Hairspray mm-hmm. is great fun. The music's just really lively and mm-hmm. wonderful. You know, 60s music. Again, really positive messages. One that you can watch with the whole family. So yeah, Hairspray's definitely up there. But I'd lo- I okay. love seeing it. Seeing it live is amazing as well. And I'm going to ask a hypothetical question. You have to, on behalf of the whole world answer this question now you can only <laughs> a lot of keep, pressure <laughs> you can only keep musicals or Shakespeare his written work and the ability to to perform it as a play which do you keep um I I really really don't know how to answer that question because I feel like as a drama teacher <laughs> that it's really terrible if I don't pick Shakespeare <laughs> um but in my current role the joy that I get from putting on musicals with young people and the joy I see my children mm-hmm. getting from from musicals I don't think I could live without that in my life we're about to offend the greatest I know I know I can't, believe, please, <laughs> I can't believe I've said that however the, the positive thing about Shakespeare is because of the way that he's written his product this is what I love about Shakespeare is there's mm-hmm. there's no stage direction there's no sort of prescription about how you stage it so you can you can interpret any one of his plays in so many ways. You know, why uh-huh. not do Macbeth 
the musical. Yeah. <laughs> Put them together. So you can add, you know, you could add music and interpret it your own way. So, but yeah, okay, couldn't good. live without musicals, I'm afraid. Okay. All right. That makes sense. <laughs> um, we, we need to bring this to a close in a minute, but for any, anyone listening to this, any parents of maybe that are, that are listening to this and want to find out anything more about music and drama at the school, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Uh, via email is uh, undoubtedly the quickest and easiest way. Uh, and my email address is n.dobson at stedwards.co.uk. Well, Nicola, thank you for being with us today. It's been really good to talk to you about music and drama. Been good to find out your favourite kind of plays as well and musicals. <laughs> um, but thank you for your time and thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed it. So that was Nicola Dobson, Head of Music and Drama at the Prep School. Thank you, Nicola, for joining us in this episode. It's great to hear about the school through your department. Now, if you're not following this channel yet, then now's the time to do so, because then when each episode is released, you'll just receive a small notification to let you know. So go do that. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this episode and we'll see you again next time. Bye for now.